Welcome to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast, a weekly conversation about mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information or to find a therapist in your area, visit our website at therapyforblackgirls.com. While I hope you love listening to and learning from the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for joining me for session 208 of the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. We'll jump into the episode right after a word from our sponsors. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Okay, y'all, just a heads up that Easter is early this year. So make sure to get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. From pastel outfits for the whole family to brunch-ready serveware, Macy's has got you covered. And you're never too old for an Easter basket. So Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. You can find it all in-store or online at Macy's.com. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girlbomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Buying your first car can make you feel like a superstar as it's a big purchase, but it can take time to get there. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Hey, when the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know they got a destination idea for you. Orlando, just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Before we get into our chat about this season of Married at First Sight, I have to take a moment to say thank you to all of you who took a minute to vote for us in the Webbies. We won. We won for Best Health and Wellness Podcast. 
This week, we were also awarded the Best Wellness in Relationships podcast by the Podcast Academy. I am feeling overwhelmed with gratitude for all of your continued support and for being such valuable members of this community. For the Webbies, we had to prepare a five-word speech, and mine was, I am because we are. And there is no truer testament to this community. All of this is because of you, so thank you. If you've been watching this season of Married at First Sight, you know that last week was Decision Day. And wow, what a decision day it was. Joining me again to debrief on everything that's happened this season is licensed marriage and family therapist Beverly Andre. Beverly is licensed in Florida, New York, and New Jersey, and is the owner of Be Heart Counseling Services. Her work teaches black and brown women how to break down and unpack narratives that no longer serve them. She's a member of the American Association for Marriage and Family Therapy and is also a Prepare Enrich Certified Premarital Facilitator. Beverly joined us for session 193 of the podcast just as this season was starting and is back this week to talk about which of the couples decided to stay together and which of them have separated, her suggestions for those remaining together, our thoughts on where the couples seem to struggle, and our predictions for what we'll see at the reunion. This episode does contain spoilers, so if you haven't watched yet, definitely hold off until you do. And be sure to share your thoughts with us about the season using the hashtag TBG in session. Here's our conversation. Thank you so much for being back with us, Beverly. Thank you for inviting me for a part two, because listen, (laughs) (laughs) so I feel like I owe a bit of an apology to the audience because, you know, for those of you who may not have watched Married at First Sight and then started watching because you heard us talk about it on the podcast, I feel like we did not give you the best introduction to the show because this season feels like it was very, very different to me than the other seasons have been. So there may be a bit of an apology needed, but I would just love to hear your thoughts, Beverly, about what in the world happened this season. It felt super long. They definitely added like sessions, I think. I feel like they added Mm. all these extra episodes to draw the season out. I feel Mm -hmm. like I haven't gone back and like done the numbers to see like how many episodes there typically are but to me it definitely felt longer I think the emotional draw out so much especially last episode I just feel like everybody was kind of checked out at different points based off of feedback that I got on Twitter mm-hmm. I think at certain points it was like okay well let's bypass a few of these couples and get to Chris and Paige and then okay when that fizzled out it was like okay what's happening with Ryan and Claire it was a lot of back and forth in terms of trying to remember what's happening why are these couples interacting with each other this way? But then it's like, okay, well, you only see a little bit versus, you know, they're very much lived experience. I think even the experts were fed up because <laughs> Dr. Vivian and Dr. Cal and when Dr. Pepper came up, oh my gosh, their facial expressions were like, okay, something has to give. So what do you think it was about this season? Well, I think, was it Dr. Fiona? She said that about Chris in particular, the person who he was before is not the person that they have seen throughout the season, right? Mm -hmm. So I I think that you have people who aren't showing up fully as themselves during the casting period. And I also think that you saw couples who had a lot of potential, 
But for some reason, they were not hearing each other, Jacob and Haley. I really see why they were paired up with each other. However, I think that Haley was not showing up as her full self in terms of what she did and did not like about Jake. And I think Jake got a really good sense of that and was just like, okay, tell me how you feel. Is it an issue about looks? What is it? And I don't think he got the sense that Haley was being forthcoming. So when you saw Jacob like leaving her in South Carolina, just in the middle of the night, I was like, this man is checked out because there is no man in his right mind in a relationship with somebody that he wants to be in a relationship with is just going to check out on their partner like that. You have a safety concern, right? They showed up separately. I think she, at one point in time, when they were coming back from the honeymoon, she switched her seat. There's a disregard to safety in the relationship. Physical safety, meaning I know where you at or who you went. And also emotional safety. Like, let me communicate this to you. So I am now one accountable for telling you this, even though I'm not responsible for how you take it. There was none of that. There was no conversation whatsoever. And I think the communication issues also extended to Eric and Virginia. When they would talk to each other, they would talk at each other instead of talking to understand. And so you saw people who were like, I need to get my point across. I have different thoughts about Virginia and how and why she was communicating with Eric. But I think a lot of these couples were talking at each other instead of, okay, you're a stranger to me and I'm trying to learn you. So let me communicate to understand. I agree with you. I think I can see why some of them were met, but then other things became apparent for me and during the season that made me wonder, like, why would they be matched? So Ryan and Clara, for instance, it seems like they have very different approaches as it relates to like religion and spirituality, mm-hmm. which I think can be a, a deal breaker for a lot of couples. And so I don't that know if they asked about that during the screening process, but it feels like that would have been something that came up that would have said, oh, these people might not be the best match. Also, Brianna and Vincent mm-hmm. in terms of kids, right? You know, so Vincent is like clearly very gung-ho in terms of wanting kids and Brianna is a little more hesitant, you know, rightfully so for some health concerns. And so for me, it felt like there were some things that I would have thought would have been caught in like the screening process that it seems like were not either talked about or were not as big of a red flag for them. Well, you know, I had that thought as well. And I remember the experts talking about that on an interview and they were mentioning something along the lines that, you know, When it comes to the values, we try to definitely make sure that the values align, but obviously it's not a perfect matchup in terms of this is your perfect person. I think with Vincent and Brianna, that Vincent, first of all, he's a Dominican man through and through. He is from, you know, Latin America, Caribbean all the way. He's like, I want all my kids. I want to be on my deathbed and see all my kids surrounding me. So that was definitely a, a high value for him. But with Brianna, it doesn't seem like, kids was a non-negotiable for her as opposed to due to some health concerns. I have second thoughts about, you know, motherhood and all of that and what it means for me and my life, which rightfully so it makes sense. So I think maybe if the medical, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to operate an assumption, but the show only showed that it was a medical reason, maybe that they did have the same values in terms of children and family, but that medical point for Brianna was maybe I can't have kids you know from myself but maybe surrogacy or adoption or anything like that might be okay for her Mm -hmm. with ryan and clara 
I, as much as Ryan was talking about his spirituality and raising his children in church, Clara was like, well, I believe in, you know, having free choice. And so I don't think it was a non-negotiable for her as opposed to, I want my kids to have their own choice as opposed to forcing them. So I can see some wiggle room with them. With Eric and Virginia, that's what kind of gave me pause in terms of like housing, where we're going to live, who's going to move in with who, thoughts about age, because that kept coming up for them. And with some comments that she was making, I think there was a difference in politics. And that led to a really big blowout for them because she mentioned it while talking to the experts. He has his beliefs that really don't align with mine. And I don't know how we're going to navigate that. And that was really important for her, especially with the people that she has in her life and how maybe her politics might be leaning more so on based off of those relationships. And we also got to think about the time frame of like, you know, 2020 and election season. So I mm. wonder if that heightened things for them, if, yeah. if they were on different sides of the political field. You know, I am thinking, Beverly, as I thought back about it, the season prior to this one, I think, was right at the the top of the pandemic. So you saw more conversation about what was happening and how it was impacting the couples, I felt like. Whereas this season, it feels like maybe they were like taking all these different safety precautions because you still saw like the cast together a lot. You saw them out a lot. And so there wasn't very much conversation around like how the political happenings and the pandemic were impacting these relationships. Mm -hmm. And we know people who were in relationships, you know, years prior to this and how they have been impacted by the pandemic and everything has been happening. Right. And these are new people. So I am kind of surprised and wonder how much of that also colored what we saw this season. Right. Mm -hmm. We know people's anxieties and whatever was coming up for them, maybe voiced or unvoiced, but we didn't hear very much about that. So I wonder how much that played into everything we saw as well. I mean, I don't know if they recorded it, but I think that would have definitely been an added layer that the audience would have appreciated seeing because like you said, there are seasoned couples struggling with having that much access to their partner on a daily basis during the, well, we still in a pandemic. Right. (laughs) There's some teasing couples that definitely struggle. So you have these brand new strangers who are with each other pretty much all day, every day, trying to figure out how to make it work. Am I developing feelings with you because we're in a pandemic and we have to be a little bit more in contact with each other? Or are these genuine emotions that I'm starting to develop for you? Hearing the couples talk more about that would have been really interesting. It would have gave it a little not credibility, but I think people would have been able to empathize more the individual couples because they're like, okay, how do I know what's real? It's just like people who are dating in a pandemic. Am I feelings for you skewed by what's happening in the world? I definitely think it would have added a layer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So last week was decision day. This upcoming week, we will have reunion. So by the time many of you listening to the podcast, it'll probably be the day of the reunion. So we saw that a number of them stayed together, which was kind of shocking to me. I definitely did not expect as many of them that stayed together to stay together. And I think the ones that ended, I was not surprised by. But mm-hmm. I would love to hear from you any suggestions you would have for the couples who did stay together. So with Ryan and Clara, I would say 
that having clear boundaries about what's okay to talk about with friends and family in the relationship, because when it came to like them having sexual intimacy with each other, she would talk to her friends or talk to the experts like, oh, everything's fine. It's perfect. There's no relationship that's perfect. But I think she was trying to honor the fact that Ryan didn't want to have a conversation outside of them too about that. But then we saw in like the girls night. Yeah. And sis was going off. <laughs> she was big mad. And I think that when you don't feel like you have a certain number of people or set people where you can really talk about the things that's going on in your relationship without feeling like you're betraying your partner, it really brings on isolation. And that person can blow up and just start in their business any and everywhere. So I think moving forward, I would definitely suggest, hey, like, are you okay if I talk to my best friend? about things that may be going on because you don't want to feel like you're betraying your partner, but you also do need an outlet. Because if she wasn't giving the full picture to the experts at first, then what if she doesn't have a therapist that she's seen and she doesn't feel like she can talk to the therapist about? Like there needs to be at least one other person that she feels comfortable talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me just stop here, Beverly, because okay. I feel like we do need to do a little bit more digging. Clearly, we don't know all of it. We just know mm-hmm. what we saw. But it definitely seems like something was going on between Ryan and Clara that I cannot quite put my finger on. I could not quite understand the intimacy issue for him. It, it sounded like he kept saying, like, I really want this to be meaningful. It sounded like he was waiting for something to happen to make it OK for them to be intimate. Well, penetration intimate because it sounds like they had been intimate in lots of different ways right so so what do you think was really happening there listen again this is only based on what we saw because we don't know everything okay so based off of what we saw it has been presented ryan is really religion spirituality is really important for him and i think that ryan didn't want to venture into the physical realm with someone who was not for sure going to be his wife He did not want to say, I love you to somebody who was not going to be his wife fully. He does have agency over his body. And I think that's really important as a man of color that he can assert himself and say, I have agency over my body. I do not want to share it. Yes, we are married, but until I know it's a for sure thing, I want to keep this to myself. I completely respect that. What doesn't make sense to me is that the fact that y'all were still in the gray area, like she was just like, I'm getting you off every night and getting nothing in return. So I'm just like, wait, 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 this sounds a little imbalanced because we can't say that, you know, certain things are no, but then certain things are yes for me and you get nothing. I believe in equity. (laughs) So I think it should be give and take. And you know what? He may have gotten (laughs) hurt by some women. And maybe he wants to protect his heart. And I think maybe he thinks by abstaining from sex that that would be a way of protecting himself. I'm really interested to see what happens in these reunion episodes. Mm-hmm. And they told us to get married. So is it no longer a hard stop or are you all the way in now? Right. I do definitely feel like the cameras, it feels like played a big role in it, that he just did not want that part of the relationship really shared right. with the cameras. And so it'll Maybe be interesting. Family too. Yeah, you're right. It may, it'll be interesting to one hear what's happened now that the cameras have kind of stopped rolling, but also mm-hmm. 
when he has now had the opportunity to maybe go back and watch the show, like what kind of commentary he will have now based on being able to see her talking with the girls, right? Like what kinds of thoughts maybe and what kinds of conversations they've had with one another since the the cameras have stopped. Mm-hmm. I think that is something he seems very private. Like even with, with, with the other guys, when they were always being mm-hmm. together, Ryan was not an extroverted person who was speaking first or anything like that. He seems very laid back. And I can imagine that he wanted to reserve as much of his privacy even though it's a reality TV show, he wanted to reserve as much as he could, even though, you know, the cameras were there. Right. We, we will see. We will see over the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> More with Beverly after the break. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. The RCP Heart Health Squad will support you in protecting your mental health and overall well-being. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Wedding season is right around the corner. Perhaps your mailbox is already getting full of save the dates and your weekends are filling up quickly with celebrations for some of your favorite people. Or perhaps you're the one who's in full swing planning your big day. Let Macy's help you check off some of the things on your to-do list. They've got all the latest dresses, shoes, and jewelry you need to make a stunning appearance no matter the dress code or occasion. Whether it's a traditional ceremony in the town you grew up in or a beautiful destination wedding. And they've got you covered on gifts for the couple as well. So you can get everything you need for all of the celebrations in one place. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most us but not anymore new conair girl bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love girl bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women from the smoothest shave to the most precise trim conair girl bomb is all about making you feel empowered confident and unapologetically you whether it's creating a hype playlist throwing yourself into a hobby or scheduling some me time self-care is so important with Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that. You may be aware that most people who are Black have O type blood. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct, positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. 
Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Many people feel anxious when they think about finances. It can feel overwhelming, stressful, and even hopeless, especially when you're first starting out and don't know what to do. But when you have a solid financial plan in place, this anxiety turns into confidence. You can regain a sense of control over your life and improve your self-esteem. How do you build financial confidence? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. So what suggestions would you have for Brianna and Vincent? Brianna and Vincent. Mm. I think not weaponizing words. I think that you can express your feelings about your partner without character assassination. Because one thing Vincent kept saying was like, oh, she's bossy, she's bossy, she's bossy. I'm like, okay, well, Vincent, it sounds like you're adopting how her family used the word bossy. Oh, yeah, she's a bossy person. But your interpretation of bossy and what you're trying to communicate to your partner, it skews the tone and she understands it to be differently. Maybe you're trying to say, you know, I don't like being talked over. Or maybe you're trying to say, I don't like, you know, X, Y, and Z. I felt some type of way about it. <laughs> I had to check myself. I felt mm-hmm. some type of way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Vincent, you can say, hey, when you overspeak or you talk over me, I get a sense that you don't really care about how I feel. Yeah. That is a different uh, message than your bossy. Right. Because you're literally saying what you don't like about that person. And I would imagine your reaction and maybe some of the other listeners comes from like how often that word is thrown, especially at black women. In other people, it would just be assertive or, you know, all these other things. But black girls often get labeled as bossy in a negative kind of a way. And so I'm sure that's what your reaction was. Right. Because it's like, okay, well, you want her to shrink herself. Is that the issue or do you not like the fact that she can't insert herself, which may be a thing and Mm -hmm. that's okay. You can work on that. But you saying you are is very definitive. And it's like, okay, well, unless you remove that trait, then I have a problem with you. And even she said some things about Vincent, too. And, you you know, he got a little sensitive about it. So them just being aware of their word choice and making sure they're not attacking their partner with their words mm-hmm. would be the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it did seem uh, another point of growth for them as a couple, it feels like, is that Vincent it seemed really was hesitant to try new things and like mm-hmm. didn't want to seem like he was not like perfect when he started. Like you saw this with the right. dancing, you saw this with the horseback riding. So I would imagine in it. And Brianna seems really adventurous. Like it seems like she likes a lot of different new things. And so that'll be something that we'll have to continue to navigate as well. They will. And somebody had mentioned something on Twitter. They, they asked me if the different cultural backgrounds affected their communication. I'm like, it definitely does. I can imagine with Vince, especially with like the Latin culture and the machismo, you know, the males having to be like manly man, not make mistakes, like you're supposed to be strong and all of these. So if you're in a situation that make you uncomfortable and it's clear as day as you're uncomfortable, it's like, okay, what does that say about you as a man in front of your woman? He doesn't want to feel embarrassed. He doesn't want to feel like he doesn't know what he's 
not doing in front of her because he wants to maintain his image for his woman. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine how that definitely was a factor in how they were interacting with each other, especially on camera. Cause it's not just them two in a bubble. It's, them two in a bubble and the whole world is watching. Right. That's the other thing that I don't think we saw either with Ryan and Clara or with Brianna and Vincent, like these cultural conversations. Now that doesn't mean that they didn't happen, but I think that that would have been a good thing to add to, to hear them talking about how their different cultures might impact how they show up in the relationships. Right. right. Yeah. I had thoughts about that. I'm surprised it didn't come up, especially with Ryan was wearing very Black Lives Matter centered mm. power to the people type mm-hmm. clothing. So I'm very surprised that that didn't come up with them too. Well, mm-hmm. it didn't come up on the show. Right. Is. Or we didn't see the footage. It may have come mm-hmm. up. <laughs> it wasn't aired. And then what suggestions would you have for Virginia and Eric? With Virginia and Eric, I would suggest for Eric that he realizes that his age does play a factor into the power dynamics in the relationship. And also ultimatums do not help a relationship out ever. Those were two things that I was noticing that was happening. I'm like, "Mm -mm, sir, you have to go ahead and fix that. If y'all want to stay married, you can't keep doing ultimatums and you have to realize the power dynamics between you and Virginia, because she wants to have a voice and you shutting it down because you believe that you're an expert in all things. So it comes off as if her voice doesn't matter. But when she starts to get slaughtered with you, it's because she doesn't feel heard and respected. Even though you may have the wisdom of age and experience, she is still part of the relationship. And getting and doing or saying ultimatums to try to get your way doesn't help you guys connect. It actually pushes her away further. With Virginia... I think realizing that if you do have your personal things that trigger you or behaviors that trigger you, being able to, one, tell your partner, hey, this is how you keep me emotionally safe in conversation because this is my trigger and this is what's happening. I'm really trying to work on that. So this is how you keep me emotionally safe and being able to receive what he has to say. Both of them just be butting heads. She wants to go and you know sleep on her homeboy's couch. He's like, well, it's a safety issue for me. And then when she tries to explain herself, he's like, well, you know what? I don't like it. And if you're going to continue doing it, the marriage is over. So they never get anywhere. Mm -hmm. They never get anywhere because he's not realizing that, hey, she wants to feel like she has some autonomy. You have a home. She has an apartment. And you're like, oh, well, she needs to move in. And it's just like, well, she wants to go ahead and find a different home that you guys can create from scratch. And for her, that's probably like, okay, well, I can have some power in this situation, because this is a neutral space that we're both co-creating as opposed to I'm leaving behind all of my things and moving in with you. And then you got an issue with her dog. So (laughs) right. (laughs) So I don't really motivate her to, you know, want to connect with you. So she runs. And I feel like this has come up on past seasons of the show too. It feels like there needs to be more conversation about like what happens if the couple stay together. Cause undoubtedly there's somebody who like owns a home and then, you know, so that feels like a, a huge part of what's to navigate as well. Cause it feels like that is a source of tension for the mm-hmm. couples for multiple seasons now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know who you're going to be paired with. And let's say if this show wasn't a factor, if y'all were dating and y'all decided to get married, that tension would still be there. Mm -hmm. So show or not show when it comes to figuring out, okay, you know, wherever I am in life and where my partner is, if they have a home, okay, what do we do? 
Yeah. Yeah, right. I think the speed of this is what changes that. Because right. in theory, you would likely maybe be dating someone longer before you would make that decision about whether you're going to sell your home or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so something to be mindful for if you decide to sign up for a show like this. Yeah, I've had women tell me, you know, their family members have told them, oh, don't buy a home if you're single, because what will that look mm-hmm. like? No man is going to want to move into a woman's home. And it's just like, well... You tell me to put my life on pause for a potential partner. And you don't tend to hear it the other way. The expectation is that if you are dating a male partner, that you will move into his home. Nobody tells guys don't buy a a home because that's not going to be attractive to women you may want to partner. Because it looks like you're too independent. Right, right. That's typically a gold star, actually, Mm -hmm. for guys. So we definitely have to talk about Kristen Page. My goodness. <laughs> so I was not sure. And it definitely feels like we got teased a lot this season. You would think that storyline was like wrapped up and then they would bring them back for some reason. So by the time we got to decision day, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was not anticipating that we would have the the interaction that we did end up seeing. I wish she could see my face right now. I'm just uh, <laughs> shaking my head. Lord, I'm shaking my head because I can't remember which one of the experts said it, but they were recording for like six hours. Yes. Chris and Paige. Right. So, yeah, it sounds like it completely changed their production schedule because I think decision day is typically one day, but this shifted it into two days. Oh, listen, they had them experts wearing the same outfit because <laughs> <laughs> of this. Because <laughs> of this nonsense. It was six hours, but how it was edited, it seemed like Paige said, I'm done. I'm leaving it. Then this man decided to share the news that, you know, him and Mercedes lost their child and then came back and was like, oh, well, this is the woman that I need in my life. And, and, and then all I saw was Paige just transform. I said, what is happening here? She sat up straighter. She started leaning more towards Chris. She came back and she had his, his, what'd you call it? The, his the jacket. Blazer, mm-hmm. jacket on. I said, okay, put the jacket on. We know when you're inside and not when she's outside. But nonetheless, like you saw the body language change when they came back inside. I said, all right, here we go. And next thing you know, it's just like, he said the thing that she's been waiting to hear since their wedding day. And Paige said, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I thought this was a done deal. Like right. this one phrase that he just said did not absolve him for the entire season and so for me I was thinking okay where has this been normalized for her what has she seen that makes this situation okay and her changing her mind okay the fact that she's contemplating it and she was like oh this was God ordained I'm like okay how much of our sisters are enslaved to this theological standpoint that at the expense of self my husband is first and foremost for me like his needs supersede my own right if I'm married that no matter what's going on I need I need to hold what she said I'm a ride or die or I'm true to this or something like that I'm like where did you learn this because that is what's making you second guess being with somebody who is mistreating you and so I think all of it must have come to a head because when she ran out and started crying and started shaking, I said, there's some more work that needs to be done. Outside of this experience, there's some work that needs to be done because for us as an audience, we're like, this is a no brainer. But for her, it is very much complex. 
Like she was very invested in this process. And I give her so much respect for that because it does take a lot to put yourself out there. But you have somebody who did not have the same interest and who was very calculated with his behaviors towards you. And it just seemed a little too, uh, it's calculated the fact that he shared this information and came back on the show and was like, you're the person that I always needed and wanted. Mm -hmm. Even though you weren't attracted to her, you literally said that they found the ugliest girl in Atlanta for me to marry. I had such a strong reaction to Chris this whole season. And I feel like after we recorded our first episode, then the next week, it all kind of started becoming clear, like, this is going to be an issue here. And I feel like so much of Chris's behavior really is for the cameras, right? Because if that were the case, if you decided, okay, I want to try to give this another chance with Paige, why was it decision day before you were having that conversation, That's right? That's what I didn't understand. Because the cameras were there, Beverly. Like, that is why. That's what you I'm know? Like, if you really wanted to make this relationship work, how is it that you were not doing that before decision day? Right. Yeah, I think more of that was really him trying to manage the audience's impression of him. I feel like he is very much somebody who's, you know, really invested in like managing people's impressions of him and wanting to come off as this good guy and this godly man and all of these things. And so I really feel like a lot of what we saw on decision day was one, his attempt to try to control the image we had of him and also very controlling, even in his statement of saying, I don't know that this has been done before. This might be a first, right? So he is just very kind of controlling trying to control like the entire process even though he had not been consistent or showing up for the process and he made a mention of that when he was in the car he made a mention to Paige like oh everybody hates me or something like that I'm like okay why would somebody who is grieving the loss of his child think about the perception of everybody's hating him America's hating him sir Are you here to make this relationship work or are you here to make it work for your professional endeavors? And even in that, like what a lack of self-awareness, right? Like everybody hates me. Well, let me look at what I might have done that would give people a negative impression of me. How might I change that as opposed to I just want people not to hate me? He was really trying to make this his own, his own spinoff of everybody hates Chris. (laughs) Literally, literally. And it wasn't like, you personally, people hate you because of you in a vacuum. You literally dog this woman out the entire season, embarrassed her, brought the mother of your child to further embarrass her, use every opportunity to throw that in her face. And at the very end of it all, you're the woman that, that I need or that I want to be with. What? That and that just- wasn't the first time he had said that. Like when they met, in their apartment, he made it seem as if he was trying to make another attempt. And then we saw it go nowhere. It went nowhere. Chris cannot be held accountable. Not by his family members, not by his wife. The man dropped his pastor because his pastor tried to hold him accountable. If your pastor cannot hold you accountable, who else can? Right. Especially when that seems like something that's so central to your identity. Oh, you know what? Say that, man of God. More of my conversation with Beverly right after the break. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. 
As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. The RCP Heart Health Squad will support you in protecting your mental health and overall well-being. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Wedding season is right around the corner. Perhaps your mailbox is already getting full of save the dates and your weekends are filling up quickly with celebrations for some of your favorite people. Or perhaps you're the one who's in full swing planning your big day. Let Macy's help you check off some of the things on your to-do list. They've got all the latest dresses, shoes, and jewelry you need to make a stunning appearance no matter the dress code or occasion. Whether it's a traditional ceremony in the town you grew up in or a beautiful destination wedding. And they've got you covered on gifts for the couple as well. So you can get everything you need for all of the celebrations in one place. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important. The future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most. Us. But not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power. The kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. You may be aware that most people who are black have O-type blood. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct, positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Many people feel anxious when they think about finances. It can feel overwhelming, stressful, and even hopeless, especially when you're first starting out and don't know what to do. But when you have a solid financial plan in place, this anxiety turns into confidence. You can regain a sense of control over your life and improve your self-esteem. How do you build financial confidence? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. 
I knew it got so real because Dr. Baron was like, no, this is not okay. And I was like, yes, yes, come on and break through to this man because he needs to hear it from somebody else that this is not okay. And when Pastor Cal was talking to him, it literally felt like he was saying, she's going to choose you. You need to not choose her for her own good. Like he literally was whispering in his ear, like you need to do the right thing. I think for a split second, if it wasn't for the producers, Paige would have said, yes, I want to stay married. This really brings me to an interesting point, Beverly. And I guess we probably, well, I know we do approach it very differently because we're clinicians. So helping people with their emotional health is what we do. In my mind, it felt like it was a liability for them to even continue to film with Paige and Chris, right? Because after he has called her the ugliest woman in Atlanta and done all of these things to degrade her, I am immediately jumping into, we need to now protect her. So for me, it felt like a liability for them to even continue to film or to even really have a decision day because he has made it clear we are no longer working on the marriage. And so what was there to decide when he already made that decision earlier? It's ratings, the optics, because if, if we're the audience and we're seeing this and we're like, okay, y'all just letting this happen. What does that say for anybody who's contemplating being on the show? If y'all can have this woman on this show who it appears needs some serious help and y'all just letting this wolf just attack her, what does it mean for other people who want to come on this show? Will the show protect her, right? Or him? Mm -hmm. If there's somebody who is clearly being manipulated, it really has to be beyond the radius because, you know, as clinicians, you know, we abide by the do no harm. These TV shows, yes, you can have contracts and forms and all of that, but they don't have that same stance. So when you have this woman who's here being berated, being insulted, like how much more is she supposed to take at the expense of a show? Huh? I'm, I'm guessing that they're coming on the side of agency, right? We're adults, we can make our own decisions. And yes, I agree with that. But I also think like we saw them stand up for her on decision day, it feels like there should have been people standing up for her before decision day. We don't know. They did have separate conversations with Chris. He mentioned right. a little late, but they did have separate conversations with both of them. And yet they still made the decisions to, to show up. And you know what? Pastor Cal says something really important on decision day and Dr. Pepper. She was like, even though they went through all of this and we clearly see like they're not a good fit, like there is something still between them. Mm -hmm. And Pastor Cal was like, I can't be more upset than her. I can have my personal feelings, but I can't be more upset than her. That's for everybody watching the show. She has agency over her life. We cannot be more upset about Chris than her because we're not in their relationship. If she's choosing to interact with him still, that is her choice. It's a sad choice, but it's still her choice to make. Yeah, I think that that was the hard part for me. You know, we're not living it and we're only okay. seeing what's been edited together. But it definitely felt like it was just such a bad situation for her. My pull was just like, oh my gosh, Paige, choose yourself, choose yourself kind of thing. Right. We know a Paige. We know a Paige via looks, via personality. 
I know people who look like her, who act like her. And so it's very easy for us to see the women in our lives in that position. And it's like, well, friend, I want you to win. Friend, I want you to be loved. Friend, I want you to be respected. And when you want that so bad for somebody and she makes the choice that she wants to make for her life, it's like, dad, I wish you could see you through my eyes. Yeah. But you can't force somebody to, to see themselves that way. Until so, they accept it for themselves. So you bring up a really good point, right? That all of us know someone like Paige, right? So mm-hmm. what suggestions would you give to the friends who are saying like, oh, I really want her to make a different decision. I wish she could see herself like mm-hmm. I see her. What kind of suggestions would you offer? My suggestion would be for them to recognize their personal boundaries. That as good as your intentions are, you cannot control somebody else's life. That frustration and, and our emotional responses to the choices that they make, we end up having our feelings just skewed about our friend. If we remember where the line is for ourselves and our lives, then we won't have that deep level of investment for that person and their choices. So just do a self-check for self first and just making sure, okay, am I respecting that person's boundaries and, and am I respecting my own? And also going to your friend and say, hey, I really want to know, are you okay with me sharing my thoughts on the situation? Are you able to receive that? And if they're able to receive it, go ahead and share it. If they're not, respect that they don't want to hear what you have to say and that they have every right to. That may make you think about whether or not you can show up authentically in this relationship with your girlfriend. But if they're not able to receive it, they have every right to tell you, no, I just want to do my own thing. And so you know that in your hearts and hearts that you tried, you respectfully went up to her and she didn't want to hear it. Now she does want to hear it, share your piece and let it be that. Don't come back making snide comments. Don't come back through your hurt, being upset that she didn't take your advice. Just leave it for her to deal with. She'll respond to it accordingly. Just recognize like these are my limits because when we try to, you know, do for others and more than they want to do for them, then we get so upset because they're not doing the thing that we want them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it makes it difficult for us to be there for them if they do decide to leave. Right. So when you have done so much and, oh, girl, God, you got to get out, you got to get out. It tires you out. And then if they make the decision to leave, you can't be there to support them authentically as opposed right. to like letting it play out. Like you said, giving them the advice if they say they want it and then taking a step back. Got it. That's real. So what do you think we are going to see? So my understanding is that this is going to be a two-week reunion. (laughs) So again, we are being drawn out. What do you think we are going to see from these reunion conversations? Okay, so based off of the preview, I think that Chris and Paige still had conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, Just get a divorce. And if y'all want to work it out, go ahead and date each other. and Figure it out, right? Go to couples therapy. I think she made a mention about it. I don't know. But if y'all really want to make it work with each other, do you? I think they're going to talk about that. With Haley and Jake, I think Jake is coming out with boxing gloves on. (laughs) On. He is not going to shield anything. Because that one preview, he was just like, he was intense. I said, you better come through, Jacob, and share how you feel. Because she was a fraud, essentially, and didn't share her feelings. And I had to deal with her this whole entire season. Vincent and Brianna, I think you'll get a feel of the learning curve of really moving in with each other and the cameras are gone. Mm-hmm. With Eric and Virginia, 
I have a big question mark on them. A big question mark because I don't know if they're going to work it out. I don't know if they're going to work it out only because I don't see Virginia being stifled. And I think that Eric has a really hard time making space for the woman that Virginia is still in the process of becoming. We're all in the process of growing. Right. Where, she's at, where she is in her life and her level of <laughs> growth or maturity, she still has, in comparison to him, where he is in life and his mindset and his values, they don't pair up with hers. And I don't know how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. But they decided to stay together. So there's that. Right. <laughs> Ryan and Clara, I think all the questions are going to be about their love life. It's going to be like, yes. okay, what, what is it going or not? And if it's not, what's up? We're going to find out all those questions that people have at the end. We're going to hopefully get some answers to it. <laughs> yeah. And I also think it's interesting. So I think already Brianna and Vincent and Virginia and Erica have signed up to do couples cam, which is like them following themselves and kind of sharing footage mm-hmm. from what the life is like after the show. And I am not surprised that Ryan and Clara did not sign up for that because I feel like oh, Ryan. No. Well, I don't know. I'm guessing they gave everybody the opportunity and they self-selected in. But I feel like Ryan is kind of done with cameras. You are, listen, there is no way that Ryan was going to continue doing that. (laughs) Hey. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? That saddens me. That saddens me because I feel like that would have been the one way that Ryan would have been held accountable because Ryan gives me that sense that he doesn't think he's ever wrong. (laughs) Well, I mean, he has not admitted to being wrong in anything we've seen this season. So not one bit. That man right there. We will definitely be staying tuned. Make sure that you chat with us on Beverly and I are typically live tweeting during the episode. So definitely catch us on Twitter if you want to live tweet with us. Remind us where we can find you, Beverly. So I'm on all social media platforms at Beverly Andre underscore. That's Beverly with the L-E-Y. And I'm also launching my personal website, BeverlyAndre.com. I'm so excited. So that'll be up soon. So. That's where folks can find me. And if you're interested in therapy and you're in New York, Florida, or New Jersey, theheartcounseling.com. Perfect. We will be sure to include all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Beverly. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm so glad Beverly was able to join us for today's conversation. To learn more about her and her work, be sure to visit the show notes at therapyforblackgirls.com slash session 208. And be sure to text two sisters right now and tell them to check out this episode. Don't forget that if you're looking for a therapist in your area, be sure to check out our therapist directory at therapyforblackgirls.com slash directory. And if you want to continue digging into this topic or just be in community with other sisters, come on over and join us in the sister circle. It's our cozy corner of the internet designed just for black women. You can join us at community.therapyforblackgirls.com. Thank y'all so much for joining me again this week. I look forward to continuing this conversation with you all real soon. Take good care. Hey ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. 
As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Hey, debit card users, listen up. Discover has something especially for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can start earning cash back on everyday debit card purchases. You heard that right. Cash back on debit purchases because cash back isn't just for credit cards. It's time you also get some love. Oh, and I should also mention that this has no fees, period. Finally, the game-changing checking account you deserve. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. You may have heard that most people who are Black have O-type blood. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girlbomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.